0: Smart Business Solutions. It's great to be back with you again. And today we have two great guests with us to discuss one of the newest and most exciting solutions that we have to offer here at GBS in our healthcare division. And that's our remote patient monitoring solution. And we'll jump into the specifics on that here in a moment. But before we do, I'd like to welcome our guests. So First with us is the founder and CEO of one of our outstanding business partners here at GBS, Raziel Health, and his name is Dr. Jeff Gruen. Dr. Gruen has spent more than 30 years in healthcare as a physician, an entrepreneur, and a leader in some of the world's most prominent healthcare companies. He works to inspire innovation in the industry and encourage leaders to think differently to solve the nation's existing healthcare challenges. And also with us today is Pat Diana, Director of Client Advocacy at GBS. Pat has been with us for 18 years now, and he has also served in our healthcare division as a senior account executive, senior solutions architect, and director of advanced professional services. So before we jump into remote patient monitoring, guys, um, Pat and Jeff, thank you so much for being with us today and looking forward to this discussion. All right. So, Jeff, if you would, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, about your background, and kind of how Raziel came to be. Absolutely. Uh, first,
1: I wanted to thank you and, and GBS for inviting us and for the great partnership sure. that Raziel has with GBS. We couldn't be more excited. I'm a board-certified pediatrician. I was fortunate enough to train at some good places, Yale and, and Mass General, and and really from the beginning of my career have really been single-mindedly focused on how do we provide extraordinary care uh, for patients and i got interested about 25 years ago in chronic care because what struck me is how hard physicians and providers are working to improve the lives of patients and how hard it is to actually affect patients because we get a small amount of time in the office and there's so much time between visits where it's really hard to help patients do the things that uh, physicians and providers are asking them to do. So that set me on a journey uh, over 25 mm-hmm. years utilizing technologies. And now 25 years later, we're very proud of what Raziel has been able to achieve working with the providers and patients all over the country. We think solving that problem by going from a episodic care to the ability to manage patients 24/7 and it's incredibly gratifying to physicians so that's my background I'm going to be happy to talk more about it uh, as we get into the conversation
0: that's great thank you appreciate that so let's let's kind of start out Jeff just if we could kind of set the uh, set the discussion up with just kind of a general discussion or just a, a review of the current state of the healthcare industry obviously coming through the pandemic things have changed how would you how would you kind of describe where we are currently in in healthcare
1: look i think the simplest way to say is that we're exactly upside down particularly uh, for primary care physicians particularly those who are trying to stay independent the healthcare system is not working for primary care and yet primary care And other specialties, not just primary care, but all the physicians are really the ones who are doing the hardest work, are the ones who are upholding the system, are the ones who are making a difference in trying to improve patients' lives and keep them out of institutions, hospitals, but unfortunately have um, not been recognized, have had essentially pay cuts, had life get more and more difficult with the burden of electronic medical records that aren't designed really clinically, they're designed for other reasons. They're hard to use, you know, except for actually, um, and I think NextGen has been, uh, you know, a bright light in that regard and helping physicians. But in many instances, it's become harder. There's been more and more burden, quality measures, et cetera. And so life has gotten harder and harder uh, for physicians and, who are doing more and more of the work of the system and really getting, in our perspective, less and less of the rewards. At the same time, the system is unfortunately not working for the patients, particularly the ones who need the system most, the chronically ill. As we know, two-thirds of Medicare recipients have two or more chronic diseases. A quarter of them have four or five chronic diseases. They're on 15, 20 meds. And it, from a policy perspective, there, there are those who are saying we're making progress, but. I'll give you a simple perspective when I drive around uh, small towns in in this country, as I do on vacation now and then I find that it seems every town has three things, a church, a bar and a dialysis center. Mm. (laughs) And if you look at the data, we're not doing that well. In fact, we're getting sicker as a population. So the physicians are working harder and harder and getting less and less. The patients, unfortunately are getting sicker and sicker. And this is despite the fact that we have huge uh, expenditures as a a country. We have uh, a country that's devoted to trying to give good care and we have amazing well-meaning people with some extraordinary technologies and innovations. So the question is, why is that happening and how can we turn that pyramid back uh, right side up so that the providers especially the ones out in the field ambulatory who are doing such hard work can be properly rewarded and have a uh, you know better life and and work-life balance and so that the uh, chronically ill patients actually can have a fair shake at being able to make real progress in their health journey to improve their results and to hopefully get even healthier with less of the burden of their chronic disease.
0: That's great, great answer, thank you. All right, so let's, let's uh, that being said, let's jump into the remote patient monitoring the Raziel solution in general. If you would describe it for us, maybe some of the components of it and how it works.
1: Absolutely, look, when we looked at this whole situation, we came up with years ago, a very simple observation And that is that providers are doing an amazing job. It's so hard uh, within the four walls of the clinic. Patients come in. They have complex situations. In a short amount of time, they figure it out. Uh, They prescribe. They provide recommendations. They try to control patients with lifestyle changes. They have precious little time. And those interactions, for the most part, are very expertly done with tremendous skill and tremendous devotion. The challenge is that the interaction is only for tiny slices of time. You know, what I call the tyranny of the 10-minute office visit. Mm -hmm. Patient comes in, a little bit of time, have to devote time to also fill out the EMR, and then have to leave and go to the next patient because... The only way to actually make a living is to get sufficient volume. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, and the real problem is that patients then leave, they go home. It's not clear that they always fully understand what was explained to them. It's hard. Sometimes they have cognitive difficulties, especially the seniors. And then there's this vast ocean of time between visits when they're home. And what happens during that time is two things that lead to going off the, the train, going off the track. The first is that the patient has a hard time complying with these excellent rec- regimens that uh, providers are um, recommending and um, for all sorts of reasons, right? They don't take their medications. They don't uh, they run out of medications. They have, you know,
2: uh,
1: social, psychological issues. They're really struggling to make lifestyle changes. And what's even more important is that the data that exists as to what's going on, the hugely important data as to are their measures, let's say their blood pressure staying in compliance, all that data is lost. We have no handle. We have no interaction. Yeah. And they come back, you know, weeks or months or years later and you get another ten minutes, tyranny of 10-minute office visit interaction and trying to catch up and trying to do what we can. This is the system as we find it today. And it's we're so used to it, our, we're a little blind to it because we've never really experienced most most providers haven't really experienced a better way. So that's the problem as, uh, as we found it. And we came up with a simple solution. and actually we're the you know 23 years into this, the longest uh, most experienced company in the world, we think, uh, doing this. And our approach was very simple to say, how about if we open up that lens? Open up the wide world to the provider and create a connection that's 24-7. What would happen if we could do that? What would happen if we could collect all that data? And what if we have what would happen if we could do that while actually providing a service and not just not interrupting the provider during their day, but rather capturing the data, interacting with the patient encouraging and supporting them between visits, so that now when the patient comes back, they're well-prepared, they're tuned up, they've actually been able to comply and adhere, they have actually gotten more engaged and motivated to participate, and they become more connected to the provider so that they really feel like they're part of the practice. What would happen if we could do that? So the system we came up with is the following. We put, it's a very simple thing, it's two parts. The part one is we we give patients who qualify for the program with chronic disease and who the physician says, we think I would like this patient on the system. We give them an FDA approved device that has a cell chip and, uh, embedded into it. And these devices are, for the common diseases, a blood pressure cuff for hypertension, a glucometer for diabetes, a weight scale for heart failure, and pulse ox for COPD asthma or for surges of COVID. That device with the cell chip enabled, when the patient takes a reading, let's say they put the blood pressure cuff on, they take a reading, automatically it's sent to the cloud and then down to our software, which I'll describe in a moment. It also is downloaded to the patient's phone. Now, all of a sudden, the window's been opened up and you can see the data of what's happening in real time and the patient gets to see. And that's a magical moment, it's a teachable moment that is extraordinary when that window opens up. So instead of the patients going for months and months with no readings, we have patients, 75% of the patients take a reading every day and all of a sudden they see what's going on and we can see what's going on. So that's the first thing we do is we give them these devices and we're the most expert in the world at finding the right patients, enrolling them, engaging them, getting them excited, the logistics of sending them the device. We do all that. We have warehouses we ship from China. We have it all set. The second thing we do is we take that data and it goes into some very sophisticated, what I call air traffic control software that's manned by our clinical teams 24-7, and they can see, here's a, a patient who is actually in compliance. We call that green. Here's another patient who's starting to drift high, we'll say yellow, and then there's some patients, a small percentage, who in real time are in trouble. Maybe they're having a hypertensive crisis, and we pick that up every day, and we find that as well. So we have two parts, the uh, devices that go to the home, and then we have the monitoring with very sophisticated software, I'll describe a little more, and the clinical teams. And the magic of what happens is all of a sudden, we're now able to get on top of when patients are having real problems, and they need to either call 911 or the practice needs to be alerted. Uh, That's a small percentage of time, but it does happen. And we're also able to trend and encourage and control and improve results in the remainder of the population.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing, Jeff. It was just uh, you know as you were talking I was thinking I didn't realize it was done in real time like that like you described and you know similar to activities we do for computers. I mean, we monitor networks and systems in real time like that for threats and viruses and and this is really bringing that technology and that application to healthcare, which why shouldn't it be, right? That's that makes a lot of sense. I guess, and and you kind of touched on it, but talk about if you would some of the benefits. So benefits for patients that are on uh, remote patient monitoring, benefits for providers, and and then I guess also along with that, any any hesitancies you've seen in in this solution. You know, maybe reasons why people wouldn't want to use it. Are there are there any of those as well?
1: Yeah. By the way, I love your analogy. It is like that. It's like real time, just like we monitor other systems. Or like a pilot monitors the plane. Mm. All of a sudden now it's real-time monitoring with dashboards. Right. So the benefit, I'll start with benefits for the patients, and then benefits for the physicians. And as you said, any any hesitancies that people have. So the first the benefit for the patient, and it's remarkable. The I'll give you some stories. Yeah. So every day we find patients who are in some kind of crisis that they wouldn't have otherwise known or acted on. So I'll give you, you know, a couple that come to mind. There was a gentleman, rural practice in Texas, and we have practices all over the country. He was having, actually, a we discovered it because I think his blood pressure went to like 220 over 130. From it oh, was wow. tooling along relatively, a little bit high but relatively in control. Called him up. Our nurses are trained, by the way, to ask clinically insightful questions because we developed algorithms with some experts across academic centers that guide the nurses what to ask. Turns out he was having some chest pain, did not want to come in to the emergency room. We stayed on top of him over you know, several calls, over several hours, had notified his provider Together, we finally got him into the emergency room. He was actually had, um, I think, four vessel disease, quadruple bypass, ended up in the ICU, mm-hmm. recovered wonderfully. Everyone agreed, you know, he probably would not have made it through the night wow. if we had not intervened. There's cases like that all of the time. The second thing that happens that is a little less dramatic, but probably as or more important is across the population we find universally, not for every single patient, but trending very powerfully that all of the measures come down. And they do so relatively quickly, and then they keep getting better. So blood pressure comes down clinically significant. Glucose comes down clinically significant. And we have uh, studies, uh, you know, one of our partners, for example, University of Alabama, academic studies on this phenomenon and have shown this trend repeatedly. It's very exciting to see. And as we know, hypertension and diabetes are silent killers. So by having these decreases, you know, 10 millimeters of mercury or more within 60 days and continuing and then stabilizing, uh, you know, similarly with glucose, these are saving lives over the long-term and they're allowing physicians the satisfaction of being able to make that kind of difference. So the first thing is we're able to both prevent really bad things from happening, but we're also able to address underlying measures and bring them more and more into compliance. The second thing is that what's happening for physicians and the satisfaction. I'll quote one of our physicians uh, who I spoke with just a couple of weeks ago. And he said to me, look, Jeff, what's happening is in my practice, it's not low hanging fruit. This is low hanging 10 carat diamonds. Mm-hmm. And he said, look, he's, he's, he's been in practice for 25 years. He's a you know Hopkins, John Hopkins trained physician. Uh, internist and he said he's never had the ability to fine-tune his therapy that he has with remote monitoring. He's able to see what's going on, to see, you know, patients reading is one thing in the office, but it's usually oftentimes dramatically different at home, particularly trended over time. and then he makes adjustments and he can see the impact. becomes a scientist. and so it's very gratifying clinically to all of a sudden be able to have the ability to stay in touch with the patient and see the result of what you're doing and then fine tune it. The other thing that's gratifying, I will say, um, you know, for him and our physicians is that this is all reimbursed and it's reimbursed in a way so that, and in our model, there's no money out of pocket for the physician to put the service in place.
0: Uh
1: It's like putting in place, you know, a new, say, pharmaceutical. You just essentially prescribe it. Uh And then it's reimbursed, and it's reimbursed very attractively so that it becomes a new, in most instances, significantly new source of revenue for the practice because CMS and other payers recognize how valuable this is and they want to encourage physicians. And this has actually become the new standard of care, and so much so that uh, it's very gratifying for our physicians how well it's reimbursed and how much they can contribute to their revenue and the health of the practice by using remote patient monitoring.
0: That's really encouraging to hear. And and as you were just explaining all that, Jeff, and explaining it so eloquently and so well, um, that's what Came to my mind is really why isn't this the standard? Why, you know, why isn't why haven't more physicians and patients, you know, and agreed to this and adopted this and, you know, and and that kind of leads me, I guess, into my next question is is do you do you see this kind of as the the future of healthcare? Do you see more of these remote monitoring solutions becoming more of the norm, more of the standard, uh, in the future? Well,
1: actually, I see this as the standard of care today. You know, what happens uh, is that, and in my practice, I saw this frequently, great new innovations, uh, when they come along, you know, they get diffused in practice at varying rates, depending on the community. But we're in the position to see what's happening nationally. And this has actually already become the standard of care. So you will find we have now there's thousands, probably tens of thousands of physicians around the country who are, you know, in our system with clients we have who are at various stages of putting remote patient monitoring in place. And it's happening very rapidly. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that, so it's, it's, um, And any given physician has had some exposure or sometimes not yet had exposure. But I believe that given the base of physicians who are doing this, the strength of support, particularly from CMS, tremendous support for this program, that we're going to see over this next even 12 to 24 months, you know, a real dramatic logarithmic growth in the adoption because it's working so well for the patients and it's working so well for the physicians.
0: That is good to hear. And again, I, I guess my mind kind of goes back to the last couple of years and telehealth and kind of the, the explosion and the growth in that. And this seems like it sort of goes hand in hand with that in just the way technology has really kind of stepped to the forefront in, in healthcare. So that is that's great to hear. That really is. And I guess uh, uh, one last thing I would ask you, uh, just res- with respect to technology, is there anything coming down the road that you you see or that you're aware of that you you think would maybe incorporate incorporated into an RPM solution, remote patient monitoring? That's not part of it now. I know you you kind of touched on blood pressure, heart rate. I know you can measure sleep activity, all that kind of stuff. Is is there anything else coming down? the pike that you kind of see becoming more of that, you know, a, a part of that standard in the future? Yeah.
1: Well, one thing I, I, I uh, I'll answer that. And I want to come back to something you asked before also, which is, you know, why, why physicians wouldn't do this? No mm-hmm. what are hesitation, yeah, et cetera. It's a very important point because it's for certain that uh, not all physicians are, are doing this. The reality is it's a growing number as people get exposed to it and comfortable But I think that there are three important reasons why we find physicians are hesitant and we help them with each of those, we think actually quite uniquely. The first is that physicians are concerned that it's going to be too hard for them. Mm -hmm. You know, any change, again, going back to the beginning, life is so hard for practicing physicians that any little change, unless it's really simple, uh, there's a kind of a, you know activation energy you have to get over uh, the hump of can I get my mind wrapped around this can I understand it what am I not getting all right how hard is this to do etc so we really empathize with that and you know we decided we need to become kind of like the simple button uh, to mm-hmm. make this simple I use the analogy just like when there's a you know there's an exciting new drug and you know they come on the scene some that are you know highly effective, and just making it simple to understand, to see that others are using it, that it's become the standard of care and getting used to it. And then after a little while, it becomes second nature because you get you see the effect and you see how great it is. So to make things simple, to address that hesitancy, we decided we uh, developed a complete contained outsource solution, meaning we can come in it's we make it soup to nuts easy so we find the patients we know exactly how to do that in the emr and we're integrated with next gen by the way deeply integrated with next gen so it's a very easy process we get the patients we help the physician understand here are the patients um we help with the orders which is not hard Mm -hmm. we then we raziel do all the enrollment on behalf of the, uh, of the physician. We contact the patient, we explain the program, we okay. get them on, we provide them the devices, we do the monitoring, and we even can do the billing or work with the practices billing department to make it easy for them to bill. So we do all of that as sort of a single package. And what we find is that when that's laid out for the physician, there's kind of a sigh of relief Oh, okay, you got my back. Yeah. You know how to do this. I can trust that you'll be able to do it, do it well. And we show them data while it's working and so many other practices. And we kind of relieve that sense of um, the anxiety of, you know, will this work for me? Can I do it simply? That's the first hesitancy. The second hesitancy that people have is can I trust you with my patients, talking to my patients? interacting with my patients, getting this data. Are you going to do it with expertise? Right. And and that's why where we're gaining so much trust, I think, is because we've done it for so long. There's no one else in this industry. We've been doing it for 23 years. The you know, there's a few other companies, most of them have been doing it for, you know, I don't know, 2 or 3 years at best, sometimes a lot less. Mm-hmm. This is not something for novices. We believe it's solid standard clinical care that requires a great deal of expertise. And this is why we've put in place, you know, a very tried and true reliable program. The other thing is we're a clinically led organization. Obviously with myself, we have a lot of other great clinicians. And our focus is really making a difference clinically with the patients. We're experienced talking to patients, interacting with them, and every interaction is on behalf of the practice. Our mission is to improve the physician practice, the physician-patient relationship, the provider-patient relationship, to strengthen it, to keep patients coming back to the practice, not drifting away you know, to urgent care or to telemedicine or something. We want to strengthen that relationship. And as physicians and providers see that, I think that gives a lot of comfort as well. And the third hesitancy is financial. There's so many types of programs that are presented to physicians and providers in practice, that frankly, in the end of the day, when you dig beneath the surface, there's always a gotcha. The the vendor wanting money, wanting to get paid before anything gets started. So we constructed a very, very simple paradigm, and it's based on the idea of zero, which is there's zero investment Zero money up front and zero risk. You know, we have contracts the physician can unwind. You know, it's basically month by month. If they don't like it, they can they can stop. Our view is the physician and the provider and the practice shouldn't shouldn't pay anything up front and gets money reimbursed before any of our services are paid for and is uh-huh. always cash flow positive. And the beautiful thing is that this can lead to just to give some order of magnitude we tell practices typically they can expect something like at least fifty thousand dollars a year additional income to the practice from the program and many practices are seeing you know a hundred thousand dollars and I hesitate to say but there are practices who are seeing you know upward even significantly upward of that mm-hmm. we think a base of something like fifty thousand dollars to maybe a hundred thousand is very, very realistic from what we're seeing across the country. And that's very appreciated by sure. practices because, again, our mission is to support primary care and support specialists and support them staying in practice. I'll end. I know that was a long-winded answer, but I wanted to say those mm. things up front. If you like, I could yes. say a couple of words about Horizon Technologies.
2: Sure. Absolutely. Hey, Enrich. Yes, Pat. I just wanted to add to a little bit of that. So, again, these are some very exciting components of the Raziel GBS Remote Patient Monitoring Solution and what really enticed and excited GBS to partner with Raziel. And I think in a nutshell, as Dr. Gruen just mentioned, it's important to understand that this is almost a comprehensive turnkey solution with no risk to the patient and or the practice from either a financial perspective or operational perspective, and just a tremendous gain, not only an additional revenue stream that the practice can take advantage of, but that added touch point to the chronically ill while they're outside the brick and mortar. So we're extending the care episode well beyond the practice and into the patient's homes. And it's gonna sound silly or corny, but it's true where those patients eventually become uh, I would say dependent, but um, looking forward to the phone call from our medical team. Mm-hmm. So not only are they touching base with them on their care, but they're also talking about other things in general. And they look forward to that phone call. They really, really do. So I think that there's tremendous value, not only in the, the touch points of the chronically ill, but the additional revenue stream. And again, that's why GBS chose Raziel and their comprehensive turnkey solution partner with and we're we're really excited about moving forward
0: absolutely thanks pat that that's a that's that's great jeff you were uh, you wanted to mention the software i believe you said
2: yeah
1: so i'll just say it's exactly what uh, pat you were saying the software allows us to do that we're trend we see what's happening in real time and actually our nurses are charting right in the software and the practice can see everything we write we have a monthly summary And we actually can even do visits, including video visits, straight from the software. It allows us also to date, timestamp every single interaction, and we provide an audit trail of what we're doing, which then matches with the billing. I'll mention, you asked about technologies on the horizon. We're the leading company scanning the globe, really, for new monitoring devices, technologies, and we have a very open system to add them in. So, for example, we've already added essentially most of, if not essentially all of the major consumer wearables, Fitbit, Apple Watch, and on and on, so that patients who are using these devices, if the provider wants, you can now see all that data in one place and be comparing it. So now you can see the steps, sleep, activities, et cetera, all in one place, another powerful tool to help the patient move forward on their journey. In addition to that, we're looking at cutting-edge technologies. So we're on the verge of adding CGM, continuous glucose monitoring, which many practices have asked for. We also have already added, and we're the only ones in the world doing this, an artificial intelligence technology that allows us to capture tremendous amount of wellness data Amazingly enough, just by having the patient look at the cell phone camera, and it's a technology that's been developed over the last 10, 15 years, and without going into detail, it looks at small pulsations in the vasculature of the face and can then predict with high reliability glucose, A1C, blood pressure, respiratory rate, BMI, and we provide this data also for patients and for providers who want it. Again, it's interesting, it's on the cusp, and it's just to say that there's a vast world opening up. We're on the cutting edge of that world of gathering data, but it comes back to the reality is common things occur commonly, and the simple four FDA-approved devices is more than enough for providers to get started with to start to see what's going on, make a difference, and frankly develop this new revenue stream.
2: And, and Rich, if I can add a little context to what Jeff had mentioned there, uh, that's what made it extremely appealing and exciting for GBS to partner with Raziel and the Remote Patient Monitoring Solutions. So uh, not only do they have a software portal where you can get in and see that data, but we've taken it one step further, Raziel and GBS, and, and we're integrated into many of the industry-leading EHRs uh, out there. So actually, GBS is a is a integration partner for Raziel with Next Gen. So all mm-hmm. of our Next Gen clients can take full advantage of that data in somewhat of a real-time fashion, being brought back into their EHRs. So the physicians, the intake personnel, could see that in a real-time fashion. So it's it's great data to be able to provide the the physicians and and they can do metrics and such from there. So once again, we're we're real excited about where the platform's going and where the industry is going with uh, remote patient monitoring.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, Pat. I, I was excited about this solution when when you guys uh, you know had first mentioned it last year, and now after talking with Jeff and, and kind of hearing you know how it's how it's come about and just kind of hearing his his heart and his passion for for care. And really this is a, this is a win-win solution for everyone. I mean, physicians benefit from it, patients truly benefit from it from having that continuous care. It's really exciting. And Jeff, I I just really appreciate your your heart and your vision in you know, in setting this this product in motion and this company in motion. And you know, you said twenty three years now, that's that's fantastic. And yeah, as, as part of GBS, I'm excited that, that we're partners with you and, and we get to kind of uh, hopefully uh, carry this solution for, you know, help carry it forward for you. So yeah, I, I just, again, guys, this has been a tremendous discussion, tons of great content and material here for our listeners. And, and I'm I'm hopeful and I'm sure that they're going to feel the same way about it when they when they listen to this. Jeff, I just want to give both you and Pat, the opportunity. Is there anything else in closing that maybe we hadn't touched on that you've thought about that you wanted to mention in closing?
1: Okay. I'll just say, look, this is a a movement. Mm -hmm. uh, And it takes like-minded, you know, individuals. Worse, couldn't be happier with our relationship with GBS, certainly, and and the practices that we've been bringing on together. I want to say it's, it's, uh, I'm so proud of our team also because Mm -hmm. We've been able to attract a, a group of people who are also really passionate about this, who are working on the Raziel team. And as or even more important, it, there's a community of physicians now and, and providers around the country who have come together, are devoted to this and are experiencing a whole new kind of world and a whole new style of practice is really what they went to medical school for, uh, mm-hmm. the, what they trained for. And we're putting that community together. And so we're, when we look to the future, we're so, to me, what gets me excited is that community, what that community can do, how that community can take these tools and evolve it, evolve their practices, and really uh, change the world that way. And so the thing I'm thankful for is just be able to kind of be here and watch that process, hopefully facilitate it as, a, as an organization, and then, uh, and then see it take off for the benefit of a lot of patients.
0: Well said. Well, gentlemen, I I really appreciate this discussion. This has been phenomenal. I can't wait to get this one out and have everybody listen to it and uh, just share this this information that, that you guys have shared with us today. A lot of exciting stuff here, a lot of exciting stuff. So I just want to thank you again for being with us today, Jeff and Pat, and again for your time and your expertise in the area and your your service in the healthcare industry and for all the patients you've helped and, and that you will help, uh, you know, with this with this model of, of care in the future. I think I speak for everybody just to say thank you. And and we're, we're excited, Jeff, to be a partner with you in this whole thing. So again, really appreciate it, guys. And I would just say for the listeners, reach out to Pat at GBS, reach out to Jeff at Raziel. You can certainly reach out to us here in the marketing department at GBS, and I'll make sure I put all their, everyone's contact information in the the show description. So uh, yeah, if you're, you're out there and you're interested in this solution and kind of, uh, you know, uh, changing maybe the way things are, are working in your practice, if you're a physician or if you're a patient that's interested and, and would like more information, please feel free to reach out to these gentlemen. They're the experts, as you can tell from this discussion in this industry. So, and they would love to, to uh, further the discussion with you. So again, guys, thanks so much. And uh, hopefully we can do this again sometime soon in the future. I really appreciate your time today.
2: Rich, thank you so much as well for putting this together. We're excited about the journey. I think we just embarked upon it. And so we're looking forward to educating the healthcare community with remote patient monitoring and uh, moving the needle forward, helping patients with extended care.
0: All right. Thanks. Thanks again, guys. Have a great rest of the day. Yep. Thanks again, Jeff. All thank right. you. Thank you. Bye-bye.